0: microphones and headphones provided by cad audio cad audio expression through innovation
1: produced with podcasting gear from tascam including
0: the tascam mini studio trust your audio to tascam sound thinking
2: Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention.
1: Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater
2: suborbital volcano lair. Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I.
1: I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a <big> plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks.
2: That's what we call ourselves, it's sort of like a team. Team? No, 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 we're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're
0: we're a time bomb.
3: Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel, with Mike, Kylan, and Eric.
2: What a bunch of losers. I am Groot.
0: That I take know.
2: These people may be isolated, nice, unbalanced, but I believe with the right push, they can be exactly what we need suit up. i'm bringing the party to you i have indeed been uploaded sir we're online and ready And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the intrepid trio, Kylan, Eric, and myself, Mike. And this week, we're being joined by special guests. You know him over on Sorcerer Radio and on his podcast on the Weeby Geeks Network, DW60 Press Row. Jeff Davis, how's everyone doing?
1: I'm good, doing well. I'm Smurf, I'm pretty good. I'm mediocre, even. Well,
2: <laughs> I'm going to say um, one. I'm going to start off saying to all you listeners. Thank you for your love and support again this year with the podcast awards. We felt a little short, but hey, two year finalist, each year a different category. We're still doing something right. And and I do have a a prepared speech. The invincible winner, and you know that you are born to please. You're a heartbreaker, dream maker, love taker. Don't you mess around with me. Oh wait, never mind.
1: Dude, dude, never let Pat Benatar write your speeches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Does you know love is a battlefield?
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but I say, you know, hit me with your best shot. Oh, goodness.
1: Cgf, <laughs> <laughs> this is what we have to put up with every week.
3: Oh, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. We're, we're, See,
1: we're glad you're here, though. We're glad I you're here. I appreciate
2: it. Thank you. Thank See, you so much. Th- this could be what the revival of After Dark could be like, too. <laughs> 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 Okay, maybe not. (laughs) Okay, Okay.
1: but uh, like you said again, we are we were finalists once again for the 2018 podcast awards. So thank you to everybody who supported us, who voted for us, who nominated us. We greatly appreciate the support, and uh, we'll get them next time.
2: But sometime around October 16th, we'll find out how we did at the West Coast Film Award or Film Festival. Ah. Because they added go. they added a podcast track and we're nominated in two categories there.
3: Congratulations.
2: That's so, fantastic. Yeah. I can't believe it's been almost five years since we started. And, five years? And within five years, four nominations? Hey. There you go. I'll take it. I like it. It's a great crew here. Wow. Five years. Oh, Five oh years. man,
0: thanks. Well, you know, I kinda like I, I, I kinda like to brag that, you know, we you know, the big dogs, they know about us now too. So, you know, hey, it feels good. Uh when we had I'd like to thank the
1: Academy <laughs> and all the little people. <laughs>
2: Well when we have guests like an executive vice president, a one of the top editors. Actually we've had two executive vice presidents. Yep. Ryan Panagos, who's executive vice president of digital media. There you go. And then the big cheese executive vice president, Tom Brevort.
1: Yeah. And by the way, if you're listening to this issue on Stitcher or iTunes or from the MightyMarvelGeeks.net website, uh, be sure to go back and check our interviews with these two gentlemen, and basically, basically check out all of our guest interviews because we've not had a bad guest so far. No, we haven't. I am great. A lot of, watch your language, son.
3: I I really hope I don't break your uh, your streak here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I. I'm still blown away by the fact that whenever I go to the comic shop, I still think about Tom Brevoort did the same thing this morning that I'm doing right now.
2: I like that's just so cool. Well, also, too, don't forget, we have actually had someone from the MCU on the show as well. Justin Swain. Justin Swain. Yes, we have.
1: Yes, we have. So have you been watching the Netflix stuff, Jeff? The Marvel uh, Netflix?
3: I'm slowly, very slowly. I'm, I'm still trying to get through season one of Luke Cage. Uh, still going through season one of um, oh, what's the name of it? It's Iron Fist. Yep, yeah. And uh, I finished up Jessica Jones. Finished up Daredevil. I have not, I have not finished the Punisher yet, so I still have to do that as well. Uh, before I make it to the big, you know, collaboration with all of them on Netflix, I'm waiting to finish those first seasons before I watch that big collaboration.
1: So good plan. Yeah, mm, that I, works. I agree.
2: Well, probably wondering why is Jeff on the show with us this week? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> well, you
1: should never, never doubt what no one is sure about.
2: <laughs> you've heard us talk about it leading up to its release then we've kind of talked about it some skirting around it since its release and that's the Spider-Man game for PS4. Wish it was for PC. Get on that, Insomniacs. Um, <laughs> but Jeff came on you know, hit me up and said, dude, have y'all talked about the actual gameplay of Spider-Man yet? I'm like, no. Kylan started teasing it, but why don't you come on the show? Let's make this happen. So, Jeff, tell us about the game. Uh, Give us
1: my- your impressions, sir.
3: Okay, a lot of people will tell you. Uh, Right off the bat, even before this this game came out, that Spider-Man 2 was probably the very best Spider-Man game ever made. And let's just say it was, at one time, this very best (laughs) Spider-Man game ever made. Yeah, Uh, because this one really, wow, just it's... If you want to be Spider-Man, if you want to feel like Spider-Man and have the opportunity to have New York City, a certain adaptation, I should say, of New York City as your playground, then this game 100% is for you. No doubt about it, 100% in my mind. It um, It's just, it's truly amazing. Absolutely the swing mechanics uh, that Insomniac has put together for Spider-Man in this game, amazing. The uh, the cast that they put together for this, amazing. Of course, there are always, you know, a few little things that you don't like every now and then. Right. Uh, f- for instance, you know, kind of walking around as Mary Jane Watson, doing certain things, you know, missions during the game. Kind of takes away from the flow of it a little bit. Peter Parker walking around in a laboratory trying to find something and walking at such a slow pace when you're used to you know swinging from skyscraper to skyscraper and taking care of different crimes going on and uh you know decrypting satellites to open up the you know, the uh, map and everything and then you're Peter Parker and you're just slowly walking through the lab and you're looking for something, kind of takes away from the excitement of what is Spider-Man on PS4. But all around, the introduction of a new, of a, you know, new character, and then all the other characters like Electro and, and Rhino and so many others that are in the game, it has all come together, I think, the way that Insomniac really visioned it, and they did a fantastic job. Worth the wait, 100%, in my book. Uh, the anticipation leading up to this was really high. And from the evening that I went up there to pick up my copy... The same evening, surprisingly, uh, NBA uh, 2K19, I believe, came out the same evening. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know about anybody else, but at the the place where I went to pick it up, the line for Spider-Man was twice, three times as long that it was for NBA 2K19. There's probably... Close to 100 people in line, maybe 15 to 20 for NBA 2K19. That's how big it was. And usually NBA 2K19, any of them, are a huge release, big-time release. But well, Spider-Man took over.
2: I was going to say, was, it was great. Is, is the NBA even relevant anymore?
3: Oh, it's very rev- relevant, especially the gameplay. Uh, that 2k sports puts together uh for their for their game but spider-man just absolutely took over absolutely okay
1: jeff have you played any of the arkham series of games for uh for PlayStation or, or for Xbox? Yeah, I sure have. I have okay. uh, donned that suit, no doubt about okay. it. <laughs> okay, so you've played like uh, Arkham City, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, just, I, I confess, I do not have this game yet. I, I told Mac, my son, that, uh, that we were getting it this weekend, but just from watching the gameplay footage, this seems to have, to, at least to me, a very Arkham City-ish feel to it. What, if you could, does that kind of have the same vibe to you, or is it kind of, um, or how would you put the two up against each other?
3: There are some similarities between the Arkham series and this new Spider-Man game for PS4. And I think one of the most notable is the combat system that Insomniac has put together for Spider-Man resembles a lot of what they had in the Arkham series to where, you know, the character of Spider-Man can bounce from enemy to enemy almost seamlessly the same way that Batman did in the Arkham series. He could start on one, you know, thug and move on to the next one and the next one creating, you know, different combo sets that you're able to use. Spider-Man does the same thing, uh, en- enabling you to use uh, certain abilities at certain times once you put together, you know, certain combos. But then there's the fact of the open world aspect that is uh, New York City compared to Gotham in the Arkham Knight series. Um, of course, Gotham being a little more dark, a little more uh, mysterious, where, you know, New York City is a real li- alive, you know, working city going on. People are you know, walking home or going home from work or just out for, you know, doing something with the dog or whatever. It's very alive. It can be interactive at times. Um, but the openness, the, the, um, what's the word that I'm looking for here? Um, well, just the the open world aspect itself is close to what they had for Arkham Knight. I think that it's hard to Batman being such an iconic character and such, um, a dominating presence in in the, uh, well, you know, for you guys, for the comic book world, a lot like Spider-Man is. And so to compare the two, you know, very, very similar in a lot of aspects, a whole bunch, yeah.
1: Have you found the Ghostbusters headquarters yet? I'm still looking for it.
3: Uh, I've heard that there are some... Uh, clues and ways to find it on YouTube. Some people have posted some videos, but I have decided not to look at those. I want to try and
2: find it myself. So, yeah. Before the p- first patching, did you find the marriage proposal? I did not. No, I did not. I did not find that. But you heard you heard the results of that, didn't you? I did not. I didn't hear it, anything. Um, <laughs> the guy, I guess, knew someone involved with the game, got him to do a marriage proposal on one of the movie marquees, ended up they broke up like a month or two before the game came out.
3: <laughs> oh no, that's that hurts. That really hurts. So, wow, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, let if I if I were to say this, um, when you if you pre-ordered the game, you know you got certain certain suits for free because there are different suits you know that Spider-Man can wear in the game. But what Insomniac has done with this brand new suit um, is something that a lot of people really love—the originality of this brand new suit for Spider-Man. Um, it's uh, time frame-wise, I think they said it's about seven to eight years after uh, the event of how he becomes Spider-Man. So you're not necessarily having to relive the whole, you know, Uncle Ben scenario and learning how to do this, learning how to do that. Insomniac decided we don't need to retell that story all over again. Uh, so it was nice to see Peter Parker as Spider-Man, knowing his abilities, understanding his abilities. But with each suit that you get, like specifically the cover suit uh, that they have on the game, uh, I believe it was it the Web Blossom. I can't remember if that was it or not.
0: Uh, but each uh, suit,
3: which one web, is it? You know.
0: The Web Web Blossom is with the original. Was it the uh, original? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The now the advanced suit, the one that's on the cover, is. Uh, um, I'm having trouble remembering. Battle focus. Okay,
3: Battle Focus, that's right. Battle Focus. Or, for instance, uh, the Infinity War suit uh, that uh, Peter Parker wears. Mm -hmm. Uh, You specifically get the spider arms that you see uh, in Avengers Infinity War, uh, specifically with that one. So each suit you know, has its own special abilities, and um, that was another fantastic aspect. They've put together some new stuff, and also some stuff that's you know really loved by the comic book world. Uh, for those who are you know really into Spider-Man and know all the different suits that he's had. Over the years, Insomniac has done a great job putting those together. The one thing they did that a lot of people were surprised they did not do is they did not include, and I don't think they plan to include uh, the black suit.
0: No, there, there. I, I was re I was reading up on that because I I found that odd. Uh, they did uh, their concession was the um, the S- Civil War suit. I think it was the, the the one that's almost looks like the negative suit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. so yeah so we're not getting we are not gonna get the black suit, although there's a couple of suits in there that come really close to that uh look they do yeah um uh, yeah. but yeah we there they there is no i don't think there was even a plan for them to to give us the black suit, so
3: the last that I saw from the interviews that uh some of the other uh you know gaming blogs out there did with Insomniac, they're looking to possibly include that in the Spider-Man sequel and Spider-Man 2. Uh, So that, that may be a big part of the next game that comes out. Of course, you know, it's way too early to tell with, you know, this one coming out just last month. So we're, we're probably looking at another two to three years uh, mm-hmm. before Spider-Man 2 would probably come out. But um, yeah, seeing the homecoming suit and the one from, uh, from Civil War is, I think, my favorite to play with in the game. That's the one I've been using the most. And the good thing was you can switch around the powers from different suits onto one suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've enjoyed that, too. That's been a lot of fun.
1: I was going to ask you what's your what your favorite suit so far, but uh, but yeah, that's those are good ones.
3: They are, they really are, and and the villains, the villains are fantastic too. Uh, they did a great job with mm-hmm. the villains as well, and a lot of good ones this time around. Uh, let's see, they had this. You could, uh, I don't know if you consider not Norman Osborn in this a villain, um, but he is in it. Uh, Harry, Harry Osborn's in it. Um, let's see, we have got, I had a list of it here somewhere. I can't find it right now. Electro, um, Rhino, Dr. O- Otto Octavius is in it. Tarantula, I think, is part of it, right? Oh, here it is. I got the list. Okay, so okay. here we go. Well, okay, so Fisk um, is in it. Electro, Rhino, Scorpion, Vulture, Shocker, Taskmaster, Screwball, and Tombstone um, are involved in this. And then also coming out in the DLC, I think it's for this month, uh, Black Cat is going to have a cameo role as well. Uh, believe it or not, yeah, Stan Lee has even got a cameo, a short one in this game Yeah, as well. he does. Yeah.
0: yeah, he does that. Which was, I, I have to admit that kind of kind of got me a kind of kind of gave me a little knot, you know, because I wasn't expecting it so early. But, yeah, you know. yeah,
3: it was it was kind of early. What did what did you think? I mean, what's been your take? On
0: I, it? you know, I I I, I love that. Uh, it feels like you're actually playing the comic book, you know, um, and you know the just 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 the very fact that you're able to get in there and just they and they it's designed for you to get in there and just start playing and just figure it all out and you know um swinging through the city you know like and as you and as you swing you know he's starting to you know he starts to you know do, do these flips and tricks as he's going between the buildings and that's pretty awesome and and when you were talking about this uh the swinging uh swinging mechanics One of the things I really, really loved, and it answered a question for me, is what do you do when there's nothing... To swing on, and, oh yeah, yeah, and you don't swing. That's right. Like, and, and and I was like, finally, you know, finally somebody gave. I mean, the 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 mechanics are realistic enough that, like, if you're like, there's this one part where you're going through uh uh Manhattan and you hit Central Park and you go from being you know, flying really high and you could be flying really high and you try to uh, shoot web. There's nothing to shoot web on. You have to wait until you're low enough to catch. tree and swing there I love that you know um it's and you know the thing is uh it it really is the best spider-man game out there probably the best marvel game out there oh yeah um yeah, definitely yeah you know it's i you know and for somebody who and, I, and i'm not a hardcore gamer i i consider myself rather casual um and i i played i like there's like three levels there's friendly amazing and spectacular so i'm at amazing level and uh <laughs> and and it's, wow, yeah, it, it's, it is really good. And it's easy to get lost in um, just, like, doing the side missions and everything because there's so much to do, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it's easy to get lost in there, you know. And all of a sudden you realize yeah. a chunk of time has flown by and you're sure. just swinging yeah. through the city, you know.
1: And that's, I think you just hit on it, possibly the best Marvel game out there because, <sighs> I'm just going to be honest, aside from the Lego tie-ins, and I don't know if you can really count them, mm. but I have yet to be impressed with a Marvel game since the first Ultimate Alliance.
0: I, I agree. Wow. Yeah,
1: that's been yeah. a while. <laughs> and meanwhile, DC's been kicking it with you know the Batman, the Arkham, and oh, good lord. I could not tell you how many hours I played in DC universe online. Oh gosh.
3: Yeah. I've logged a lot of time on DC universe online. And
1: just about every single time I wanted a Marvel equivalent and no, I'm sorry, Marvel heroes or whatever has been on the, on the, uh, the mobile things. That's, that's not it. No, the the
3: thing is though, is with, with DC universe online and people have done this before. If you want to create a Marvel type of character, That you see, whether it be in the movies or the comics or anything, you can come pretty darn close. Like if you want to create Spider-Man in DC Universe Online, it's very possible if you can get the right, the way the suits look and the colors and everything else. Yeah, you can do it. It's not the same thing.
1: No, but I did Deadpool. Deadpool. I did yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool. and I called yeah. him the uh, the Crimson Chimichanga. But uh, <laughs> the the costume was pretty close. Yeah. Uh you right. use like uh you use like uh, the guns focus. So there's that. So I mean, yeah, you can come pretty close, but it's not the same thing. No. And I do like the fact that you can create your own character and you're just not limited to playing established characters from the comics
2: right Uh, i will say when i play dc universe online villains fear toxic snot (laughs) (laughs) i like that i like as
3: well they should and And the
2: thing is marvel needed this game
3: they needed this for gamers they really needed it badly yes Because the word is, and and yes, the Arkham series did fantastic, very popular. The word is right now, the same company that did the Arkham series is now working on a same type of, you know, game mechanic for Superman. And if they can get the right formula that they had with Arkham Knight, it's going to be big. So it's good that Marvel decided to team up with Insomniac for this, for Spider-Man. This was a really good thing.
2: Well, like was just mentioned. Marvel's M- uh, MMO game was that Marvel Heroes, which was yeah. more like a version of Diablo.
0: Pretty much, yeah. And oh, Marvel like, Ultimate yeah.
2: Alliance? Yeah, it was. Well, no, but no, 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 no. It was... it, their MMO was called Marvel Heroes.
1: Right. Well, Ultimate Alliance kind of had that feel as well. Right. At it least did. to me. But it was a good vibe to it. Yeah, but Marvel, you know, 19... Marvel
2: Alliance, though, was, it was turn-based, whereas with Marvel Heroes, it was... Oh, no,
0: you're talking about, no, you're you're talking thinking about Ultimate, of, Ultimate T- yeah, we're talking about multi- Ultimate Alliance. You're thinking of Avengers Alliance, the
1: one that was like uh, on Facebook. and.
2: Yeah, but what I'm talking about is Marvel Heroes, which was yeah. where you went to the website, downloaded it, logged in like you would DC Universe Online or uh, Star Wars, Old Republic, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was a Diablo format gameplay. Right. Instead of, give me an MMU. Because you you had to pick your... Because the other thing was, too, is you picked your characters or or eventually earned money to buy the other characters. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think everyone... While the game was great, I think everyone was wanting it to be like this new Spider-Man, which would be great if they were able to turn it into an MMO of some sort in the future or use Mm -hmm. it as a base for an MMO. But they want it. I know I was looking forward to a Marvel Champions Online or Marvel DC Universe Online type game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I think I still want that now.
1: I think you could still have one. Now you just make sure that it's, that it's at least different enough from DC Universe Online or the old City of Heroes, if you remember that, yes. or oh, Champions Online. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah,
1: You could do it, you would need to do it differently than those to avoid being, you know, accused of being just, you know, a copy.
0: But I think there there would be a market for that. I think there would be an audience for that. Yeah. You, you, uh, did, did you guys remember, oh man, what was it called? It was for the PS2, I think it was called DC Heroes. And uh, like you in now it, you were able to choose between uh two heroes so i think at the most you would have a two person team and they it, each person had different you no know, costumes that you no know, had different gave them diff- different abilities uh came out close to about the same time that ultimate alliance came out um but that game kind of almost had a almost had like a Final Fantasy mechanic to it. Yeah. Which I, you know, and I'm fine with that. That works for me. Like, and I think that was one of the things that I loved about um, Ultimate Alliance was that along with the fact that you could... You know, there were so so many teams or so many uh, characters that you could create different teams and get different boosts for it. Like, you know, there's one I think you could if you uh, if you put together I think it was Nick Fury and um Ms. Marvel and Captain America and I forget there was another character, you put them together and they were called the Agents of Shield and you got some kind of bonus for that. Um, you got bonus if you put together the Fantastic Four, or mm-hmm. if you put together the New Fantastic Four. So mm-hmm. I, I and I really like that because you know you you had that you had that freedom, but and but and you had the really awesome gameplay. But the thing that I missed about it, and it was something that just wasn't available at that time, was the open world environment. Now, if they can somehow expand upon that with Spider-Man, you know, but take take that to all of the Marvel Universe, then... That would be the thing that would just blow the lid off of everything. Not saying that, not saying they haven't already with Spider-Man because it broke records. You know, within the first week, it was breaking records. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it
1: did. It was outselling God of War.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Let me ask this question. We talked about the villains you can run into. What are some of the heroes that you either run into or can play in the game besides Spider-Man?
3: Well, as far as just, you know, regular uh, characters that you have other than villains, uh, let's see. Uh, definitely, you've got Mary Jane Watson, uh, NYPD Captain Yuri uh, Wannabe, um, Aunt May is in it, uh, Martin Lee. Um, is a new character, uh, Doctor Otto start uh, Octavius. He starts off as a, a good guy, but ends up being a, uh, a villain, as we all know. Uh, NYPD officer Jefferson Davis. Uh, you may know who his son is. Um, let's see, Rio Morales, uh, New York Mayor Norman Osborn. Silver Sable is one mm-hmm. that you run into. Love sure. but That is really the only you know kind of good guy hero wise that you run into is silver saleable as of right now. Remember this, there are still three uh, DLC opportunities, uh, downloadable content that is going to be available. One is coming out this month and then there are two others coming out um, in the upcoming months as well. Now through I think it's uh, February or March of 2019, a total of three DLCs will come out. So there could possibly be some new heroes that we see uh, in the Spider-Man game, but uh, just Silver Sable, as of right now, from what I've seen, uh-huh.
0: and, and they did say that all the DLC is is all narratives, so yes. it's not just bringing in characters; it's new stories to play within the game. The good thing about Spider-Man, and, and this
3: even goes back to like you know what I mentioned before when we started talking about this Spider-Man Two being such a great game, the replayability factor of Spider-Man is very high. There are times when you may feel that the game is very repetitive, Uh, just swinging around New York City, stopping a, a bank robbery or a kidnapping or, you know, doing your main story missions. But once you have finished the main story, the game does continue. You still can continue to swing around New York City stopping crimes and uh, doing every other little things. Maybe you haven't found all of Peter Parker's backpacks that are scattered throughout New York City. Uh, right. Maybe you have not found every uh, kind of tourist location that uh, Peter takes pictures of uh, throughout New York City. New York City to Stale, I didn't mention this, they did a really good job. If you're a New Yorker, you know it's not perfect. New York City is not perfect in Insomniac's world, but there is so much that is Very, very detailed, very closely Um, The uh, Freedom Tower In New York, pretty darn close Times Square, pretty Darn close but it's not perfect. Remember that. Uh, you will not have the World Trade Center Memorial or anything in that area. Central Park they did a really good job on. Central Park looks fantastic. It Empire does. St- State Building. That looks fantastic. Um, but the replayability factor on this game is really good. You can still enjoy it even though the main story is completed already. So
0: Now uh, there are secret um, photography uh, of, of uh, photography uh, opportunities as well
3: yes mm-hmm. there is
0: which uh, and i haven't done any of those yet um and uh and, and plus you know i guess you know you can um i i like i stumbled across uh sanctum santorum uh now i have yet to find avengers tower so you know i'm sure that there are other little easter eggs in there of iconic marvel locations that you could look for too. So. Well, there's also an easter egg of a
2: iconic location that's not there anymore and that's the twin towers that's well because
0: yeah.
3: Well, when they say Easter egg of the Twin Towers, what exactly could they mean? I mean, because
0: well, you,
3: you go to that portion of the city, there, there's no Twin Tower there.
2: Right. Yeah. right. But what I've seen in the one bit of game footage, is you look in the window at a reflection, and there's the towers in the background, or in the window's reflection. It's sort of like, you a, turn
1: around and they're not there.
2: Right. It's sort of like that memorial. But now, is there, I'm going to have to find that now. That's interesting. That's really interesting.
1: Wow. I have also seen an Easter egg from the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, where... Um, uh, Mary Jane is in the the red dress that looks like a dragon dress, and he's rescued her from something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he basically you know drops her down on this rooftop garden and you know freaks out the the couple that were sitting there <laughs> on, the, on the bench and they recreate that rooftop garden. Oh wow! I remember that scene. Yeah, there's a church kind of off in the background, hmm. and like a, like a reflecting pool, and they pretty much get it down from what I've seen. So yeah.
3: okay, so I I looked into it some more. So this first DLC is going to be dropping on October 23rd. It introduces Felicia Hardy, Black Cat. Is also going to be on it. Uh, second DLC is in November, and the third is in December. So for the next three months, we've got uh, more stuff coming. So that's go- that's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. If it is it worth the price of fifty nine ninety nine? Yeah, I think it's worth the price. I think it's worth it.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely worth it.
3: Is it a game I'm going to trade off for something else coming up anytime soon? No, not going to (laughs) happen. Not going to happen. And I'm not the type to grind through the game just to complete it and get it done and over with. Mm-hmm. I've really – and I've sat and just swung around doing odd things around New York for two hours before and not done a single main mission, not a one, just to explore
1: and just to look around. And, See, uh, I've done that a lot with Skyrim and Fallout, so – And, and, and yeah. you
0: know what? That's the, that, that is uh, – it, it has an open-world feel of, um, of Fallout, um, except you don't have to worry about everything trying to kill you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, actually,
1: sounds like, yes, you do. The people
3: of New York, uh, there are some that do interact with you, some that want to take selfies or just give you a high five, stuff like that. Uh, There are a little bit of interaction uh, when it comes to the people of New York City, but not very much at all. Most of your interaction is going to be with, you know, uh, the different crimes going on in the city that Spider-Man has to take care of when he wants to. Right. Um, there are some that you have to do in order to advance in the storyline, everything else as usual, but little bitty things, like I said before, somebody being kidnapped, somebody robbing a jewelry store, um, or just random gangs on a rooftop somewhere uh, on
0: you know, deals. Yeah. Yeah. Those drug deals. Yeah.
3: Up. yeah. Those two, uh, the only things I don't like about it is what I mentioned before, um, the scenes, uh, being Mary Jane and walking around doing certain things kind of just took away from it a little bit. Uh, the moments of being Peter Parker are just kind of slow and you're not able to run through the buildings. You got to slowly walk through them, you know, in order to get through it, which takes away some of the flow of the game. But, um, so far that's all that I don't like about it. Everything else is just... It's fantastic. It's it's really, really good. Really great game. And when you buy it, I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but you do get a free month of uh, the Marvel app for uh, DC Comics. You get a free month. So if oh. you want to read comics uh, on your uh, mobile device, you get a, do get a free month when you sign up. So that's kind of nice.
0: Uh-huh. Well, there you, you go.
2: Yeah. I can't hear you, Mike. You're saying something, but I can't hear you. Speaking of comics... <laughs> I think Kylan has some news for us about how the game is tying in with the comic universe.
0: Yeah, uh, and that, uh, this is a, a story that is on uh, from IO 9 uh, And it looks like, honestly, it seems like I remember seeing this a couple of weeks ago in my shop. But... Um, uh, so according to the story here now uh, i want to warn everybody there are spoilers so um if you're if you've read spider getting zero you're good but you haven't just be prepared all right oh we're ready spoiler alert there we go all right, so so now we all are we're well aware that there are like many, many different spider people out there. Uh you know with the, in within the the multiverse, you know there's different versions of uh Peter Parker, you know in some worlds it's not Peter Parker, it's Miles Morales, uh, it, you know there are other people who have the spider abilities or is it even a spider ham Peter so, Parker. Peter Porker. Yes. So, you know, I love uh, that, you know, even though he had humble beginnings back in the mid 80s, he is you know, right here on top with the Spider family now. So that's awesome. Having said that. Um, oh, oh, actually, I take it. There's a double warning here. So uh, if you're not familiar with the ending of the Spider-Man game, video game or spider ged number zero, we're about to oh. proceed. Spoiler alert. There we go. So. And just, just quick
3: question, Jeff, Have yeah. you played it all the way through to the ending. I'm about to step away from the microphone because I have not finished the game yet. So I don't want to hear what's what's about to happen. <laughs>
0: hey, 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 you know what? The thing is, I haven't finished it either,
3: but I'm willing to soldier on. I still can't. I want I to I w- I be surprised. No, 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 no. I step can't.
0: away. Step away. Give me, um, I don't know. Do, do you, uh, I guess if you, you know, do you, do you still have camera? Can you still
3: see us? Yes, I can still see you. Yeah. Okay. We will, Wave
0: at you. Yes, we'll wave at you. Okay, Okay. that'll work. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now, uh, spoilers begin now. All right. So now, Spider Gwen is uh, considered to be the spiritual sequel to the crossover event Spider Verse. From 2014, um, and now there is two stories in Spider-Man Zero. Um, one is called "New Players" by Christos Gage, Clayton Crane, and Travis Lanham, and it marks the official debut of the new Spider Spider-Man video game version of Peter Parker, who's dubbed the Spider-Man of Earth 1048. In you no, know, all the the vast catalog of my of Marvel multiverses, okay, or alternate reality. Alright, so now the uh so this is set shortly after the events of the game story. Um and and so, yeah, this is you know, according to the story. Here it says not only is this the chance to at least character-wise get a momentary continuation of arcs left open at the end of Spider-Man's roller coaster of a story, uh, it means that the collision of his world with the world of the Spider-Verse suddenly becomes weirdly emotional. So, That's a good way to put it. Yeah, weirdly emotional. Okay, and I'm. I, I, you know, and I'm looking at this now and I see, yeah. And so the, this is Spider-Man wearing the, or what they call the advanced suit that you The see white in, spider the, suit. Yeah, the one with the white spider on it. Yeah.
2: Which we do All see right, so, in the original Spider-Man 2 game as well.
0: Yes. Yes. And it says, uh, because after the story opens with Peter being introduced to his reality's version of the classic Spidey villain Tarantula, Pete finds his uh, scrap interrupted By a herald from another world, beckoning him to fight along with the spiders of all realities against a cataclysmic force that could doom them all. The superior Spider-Man. And who is the superior Spider-Man? Who is the superior
2: Spider-Man?
1: That is Otto Octavius, the Dr. Octopus from Earth-616.
2: Beats the answer I was going to give. Christian
1: Bell? What? Oh my gosh. So basically, at the end of the story, pretty much of Spider Man the video game, you are fighting. The Dr. Octopus, right? Right. Okay. So you've defeated him. And without going too spoilery into the story, mm-hmm. that's a hard fight. Yeah. Not just physically, but emotionally. Right. So oh. you're, you're video game Peter Parker. You've you've beaten your mentor, your friend, your employer. Right. And then all of a sudden, a Dr. Octopus from another reality shows up. That's That's kind of trippy. Yeah. Wow. So when I first heard about this when when I first saw the story I was questioning of all the of all the spider recruiters you send after video game spidey yeah why that one but then i did more reading it's kind of like yeah and and truth there's no other person you could send
0: yeah i so the the good news is i'm not that it 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 takes a lot for me to forget something but the good news is by time i get to this part of the story i probably have been so tied up with other stuff that it's going to be somewhat new to me so I'm okay. I'm good with it. Well, it's it's
1: spoilery, but it's not so spoilery. Because you've already seen Dr. Octopus in the story. Yes. yes. You know, rather, right. Otto Octavius. Right. And so from the moment you see him, you know something's going to go down. Right. Exactly. So it's it's kind of like that moment in the Star Wars prequels where you first see Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. You know that little kid is going to grow up and turn to the dark side of the Force and kill a lot of people. Yep.
0: Sad but true
2: yeah Mm-mm-mm.
1: so i'm sorry i have totally hijacked your story
0: no no dude, but, dude actually but... you saved me so because <laughs> it was like I, I think you i think had i actually gone through the rest of the story it would have been a full-on spoiler for me you gave me just enough so it's all right it's good yeah yeah
2: so yeah. i guess let's let's call jeff back and we'll we'll move on
1: jeff come back into play is it safe? It's so safe you wouldn't believe it. That's wonderful. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh my god! We could go it... have
1: yogurt and watch Matlock later.
0: I'm actually eating some froyo right now.
2: Oh, we forgot that when Mary Jane puts on the. Never mind. Oh my god!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so did I miss anything? Yeah, you missed some spoiler yeah, you did. information. You, you missed some spoilery stuff. But, okay. you know, uh, actually, Eric swung in and saved the day, and he managed to share just enough information that it wasn't completely spoiled for me. So oh. it's all good. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Well,
2: um Eric, why don't you uh quickly touch on the uh the news about Into the Spider-Verse?
1: Okay, well, a uh a second trailer has been dropped for looks, Into the Spider-Verse. Looks great. Yeah, yeah. It uh it's been very well received. Now, Spider Spider Verse producer Chris Miller is promising fans that even though there has been the trailer drop, there's more to come at the upcoming New York Comic Con. And let's see, he uh, let's see when I'm reading a I'm reading from an article that dropped today. Today being October third
2: at New York Comic Con. In New York uh, Comic Con yeah, this weekend.
1: Yeah. So. There we go. The the producer, Chris Miller, I took to Twitter today to promise that fans are, quote, in for a treat at the Comic-Con, which uh, begins tomorrow. He says, quote, if you're worried there won't be any new Into the Spider-Verse stuff to see at New York Comic-Con, since the trailer already dropped, don't be. You're in for a treat. Now, they don't know. That's all he said. Now, on Saturday, the, uh, cast and filmmakers from Into the Spider Verse uh, will give audiences an inside look at the movie in which, quote unquote, more than one can wear the mask, which, I mean, you pretty much got that from the trailer, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, let's see here. The new trailer gives fans their first looks at characters that we knew would be in the film but had yet to see. Uh, villains like uh, Scorpion and Kingpin, along with uh, Spider Ham, Spider Man Noir. I like that character. It's just it's just such a really neat take on it. And uh SP forward slash por- forward slash DR. I have no earthly idea who that is, and I'm ashamed to admit that. Uh we get to see the unmasked version of Gwen Stacy, so there you go. said uh, of these new characters scorpion received the most dramatic change in appearance uh to where he looks more bionic that sounds cool uh kingpin remains you know a massive broad shoulder villain though he does appear to be more gray in his color uh either way with the various worlds colliding in this movie there are bound to be plenty more villains for the team of spider heroes to fight and by the way, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is set to arrive on December
2: 14th. Yeah. No. Is this
3: a theatrical release, or is it just like Blu-ray and digital
2: only? Uh, it's a theatrical release. It's a uh, Sony animated film.
3: Nice. Yeah. And,
2: yes. And in the trailer, we also see Spider-Man Noir, who is voiced by Nicolas Cage. And it works wow i I was a little hesitant, but he it works for that character.
3: I'm just happy to hear his name again because I don't hear mm-hmm. you don't see anything from Nicolas Cage all that much anymore
1: I mean, yeah, it used to be like he was like the actor equivalent of a Starbucks, I mean he popped up every, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah I was expecting wow. I was expecting to see him in some celebrity used manner with the Vegas golden Knights during the Stanley cups with considering just about every movie he had done ended up in Vegas somehow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: True.
2: Yeah. But he didn't get used. So like, okay, not a shock.
1: (laughs) Well, there's always dancing with the stars.
2: (laughs) Oh, please. no, Please, no. Um, Well, we can see if there's more use for him in the future because Disney and Fox is reporting that the deal could possibly close for their merger or or the the buyout to to be over by the end of this year, 2018, which is a major speed up of, of things. Because, you know, they were talking original forecast was early to to the mid-2019. Yeah. So, um, with a new report from Deadline, and of course this is coming from comicbook.com, which covers New Fox's promotion of five different executives, uh, briefly discuss discusses the disney fox deal as it explains while some insiders have indicated a deal is close to be possible by the end of 2018 um the original forecast is for early 2019 uh it does come as a little bit of a surprise with the fact that um you know, there was the whole, the entire process takes 12 to 18 months total. Um, there were quite a few regulatory hurdles that have come up, but it seems to, but all this seems to signify that things are going pretty well. Of course, the, the major ramifications is the MCU and how it's affected. While dealing with the wrap-up won't have any bearing on Avengers 4, it definitely does lead the way for X-Men, Fantastic Four, and more to join the MCU. Um, And quote, not until we're given the word, I have vague dreams and vague ideas, but right now, bringing to life the 10,000 plus characters that Marvel fully controls is what the game plan is. According to Kevin Feige, Uh, As he explained earlier this year, the plans with the Fox characters, Um, then, uh... Yeah, and of course, that's kind of
1: what you expect him to say. Yeah. Yeah, you know, behind closed doors, he's kind of like rubbing his hands together like Mr. Burns off The Simpsons. Exited! So – but you go out in public, you can't really say that. Right. Now, And plus, the chickens ain't hatched. So it's just good business sense not to say it.
2: Right. Now – According to Disney president, Bob Iger, I think it only makes sense. want to be careful here because of what's been communicated to the Fox folks. But I think they know it only makes sense for Marvel to be supervised by one entity. There shouldn't be two Marvels, which right now we have three. So I think he's not realizing there's still two different Marvels. There's the MCU under Marvel Studios, which Fox will be joining, or those characters will be joining, and the Sony Marvel, which we'll discuss mm-hmm. at a later time. Well, we kind of discussed last uh, week you, with the whole you know, PG-13 of Venom, so it can maybe be a part of the MCU.
1: I'm just going to go call it. I don't think he's exaggerating too much. No. No. <laughs> no. Because quite frankly, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm kind of like open step in here to me there's a very good chance there will not be a sony universe of marvel characters by the time this disney fox deal goes through
2: no i at some point i would not be surprised if disney just goes ahead and offers up sony a chunk of change to get the marvel or to get the the rights back to the, the spider-verse characters and just as part of the deal leave them distributing the films because hmm. right now the only other the only other character that's not under our control movie wise as a solo film is the Hulk, which is still Universal. Mm. But there's a loophole in there that allows hulk to be used in the ensemble films.
1: He just can't do he just can't do solo.
2: Correct. So MC so Marvel Studios cannot do a Incredible Hulk 2 or a Grey Hulk or Hulk 3, the Grey Hulk or whatever.
1: I'm still hoping for a Professor Hulk in season, in Avengers 4. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, that's why they were saying the the Hulk storyline and the the quote-unquote Hulk movies are taking place within the like Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. We're getting some of the Planet Hulk stuff. Yeah. Avengers Infinity War, we got some more Hulk storyline. It's going to be interwoven within the existing stuff.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that.
2: No. Not in my opinion. So, uh just like there's really nothing wrong with um, new comic book day which we're gonna give our picks for october 10th um eric why don't you start us off i'm sorry okay no we'll stick with eric go ahead my (laughs) mistake do i hear starting off with mike going once going twice (laughs) (laughs) so jeff take it away (laughs) oh so you're gonna throw it at me (laughs) <laughs> hey, have you not listened to the Tom before interview <laughs> Oh no actually,
3: I actually I, I, I guess I need to uh, to be thrown under the bus on that one so um, okay I'll go with my first one uh, sticking with what we talked about a lot at the first part of the show Spider-Man uh, Spider-Man, Deadpool number forty coming out, and those are two of my favorite characters right there. Spider-Man and Deadpool, I love them both.
1: Love them. Love I have them, love them. I have picked that series a quite a good bit over the over the months too. So that would be my first one. Awesome. So Eric, why don't you head next? Okay. Um I am going to go with True Believers. What if Doctor Doom had become a hero? Number one, and this is reprinting What If number twenty two from nineteen seventy seven. And basically, what you have is uh, Doom listened to Reed Richards' uh, warnings about the flaws in his college experiment. So he doesn't get physically scarred. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't become a bad guy. But instead, he still continues. And goes on his mystical quest to search for his mom uh, to free her soul from Mephisto. But well, as it as it winds up, he winds up having to fight Mephisto every year for the soul of someone else, and always failing. So that's my first pick of the week. Okay,
0: Kylan, your first pick of the week. My first pick of the week is "What If" Punisher Number One by Carl Potts. One on Ramirez and. Chris if I uncover his name Chris Stevens uh with great power When Peter Parker's uncle Ben is ruthlessly killed by a burglar, Peter let by a burglar Peter let escape, he vows to never let the same fate befall another innocent bystander. From then on he stands as a figure of cold retribution. Criminals beware. The guilty caught in this spider's web will be punished. But will Peter will Parker stand trium- triumphant or or shattered by his twist of fate, the friendly neighborhood spider the, the the friendly neighborhood takes a friendly turn, a different turn in this what if adventure, post, po- posting a very different sense of responsibility for the man who will be known as the Punisher as his battles against villains like the Green Goblin take on a new path. Okay. well, my... yeah, that's a that's a
3: great combination putting yeah. Spider Man and the Punisher all into one. You know, just. That gets me excited because I love the Punisher. I mean, I just love his outlook
0: on everything. <laughs> and, for, <laughs> and for Peter to take that on, that is great. <laughs> well, well you, you should you should also grab uh, because this week they had a uh, "What if Flash Thompson became Spider Man?"
2: Oh wow! That's yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think I'm going to go just as deep with my first pick as all you guys. Uh, mine is written by Ryan North and his rest of his creative team is Derek charm and Erica Henderson as unbeatable squirrel girl number 37. it's the latest issue of the all ages smash the unbeatable squirrel girl she's defeated galactus she's defeated dr doom who knows what fun adventure she'll get into get up to this month well we do and you may want to brace yourself for this because this issue begins an all-new story arc called the death of Squirrel Girl. Has the unbeatable, unbeatable Squirrel Girl been beaten? Is this truly the end of Doreen Green? We haven't canceled the comics, so this it doesn't seem likely, but you could really be sure. But can you really be sure? What if this issue installment actually is the one Squ- Squirrel Girl dies in, and you miss out because you didn't buy it? So I guess what we're saying here is everyone should definitely buy this comic. Plus, this issue has Wolverine in it for literally several pages. I don't think I could go more deeper than that.
1: Next thing you tell me, she'll be hanging up her tail and ears and she's going to move into making commercials for AT&T. Quite possible.
2: Okay. Uh, Jeff, your number two pick.
3: So number two takes me back to the eighties when I was watching Spider-Man and his amazing friends. You guys remember that cartoon
1: way back when? Very vividly. I'm trying to get Daniel Vazon on the show.
3: So you remember who his amazing friends were all yes. that were always with him. Who were who were his two amazing friends? Iceman and Firestar. Exactly. So So um, I went with uh, Iceman number two of five, Um, and this one's guest starring Emma Frost, the White Queen. Uh, When it comes to Bobby Drake and Emma, the White Queen has always held the upper hand. So what trouble is Emma in that has her pleading for his help? Should be kind of interesting. So that's Uh, going to be my number two pick. I'm sorry. She's just cold hearted. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never. Love the cover art on it. That's fantastic. Really good cover art. It's very nice. Very nice. Looks
2: good. So that's my number two. So, Eric, your number two pick.
1: Okay, my number two pick is a number one. It is Star Wars Solo Adaptation, number one, by Robbie Thompson, Will Sliney, and Phil Noto. Featuring backstory and scenes not seen in theaters. After leaving the Imperial Navy, a young Han Solo seeks adventure by joining a band of galactic mercenaries including a 196-year-old Wookiee named Chewbacca and a notorious gambler named Lando Calrissian. But there's more to the story of the galaxy's most beloved scoundrel than what you saw in theaters. Why does Beckett trust him? And what is the connection between the woman who stole Han's heart and one of Han's closest
2: friends? It seems like they should make this a movie or
0: something. I think it'd be a pretty decent movie. I, I, I just feel feeling I have, I don't know. I think so. Kylan, your number two pick. Uh, my number two pick is, uh, Marvel Knights, Black Widow by Devin Grayson and Greg Rucka. Um, Natasha Romanoff has always led a life of adventure as a, a former, a former Soviet spy. She defected to the West and became a superhero and adventure. Natasha has earned a reputation as a, a consummate professional, coldly efficient and deadly as her namesake. But now, her time as Black Widow may be running out. Yelena Belova is the first student in the history of the Red Room to exceed Natasha's skills. And now, she's gunning for the mantle she feels was stolen from her. And, she's determined to put Natasha in the grave. Prepare for a war of the widows that will rage from the Middle East deserts to New York's Upper West Side. And explore the history of the pale little spider in a never before collected tale. This is collecting Black Widow, uh, number 1 through 3 from the 1999 series, Black Widow 1 through 3 from the 2001 series, and Black Widow, pale little spider 1 through 3. Well, my second pick of
2: the week is Captain America number 4 by Tanishi Coates, Bunnell Francis Yu, and Alex Ross. Winter in America continues with Sharon missing, Cap must single-handedly invade the stronghold of his enemies but even if if he can make it through what's waiting for him is a hundred times more formidable taskmaster so i i'm glad to see cap back into where we're going now with him instead of where we were under a certain rider that will re- remain nameless <laughs> unless you have a snickers who
1: should not be credited
2: <laughs> unless you have a snickers bar so, Jeff, your final pick of the week.
3: Uh, you were breaking up. Were you talking to me? <laughs> yes, sir. Your final pick. I think Mike just derezzed. I think he did. <laughs> I think he did because I wasn't sure if he was talking to me or not. <laughs>
1: I mean, uh, just look at the, look at his eyes and his frozen expression. It's kind of, yeah. end of line. <laughs> well, I'm hearing you guys. He's just, like
3: intently looking at something on the screen. I just I'm hearing I wish I, I could see it in the reflection of his eyes. I just can't. It's kind
1: of it. like, like that old phone message. You you dial a number, you
2: go, dee, dee, dee. The number you have dialed
1: is <laughs> no longer in service. Ah, uh, Yes.
2: <laughs> Is he back? Oh wait, I, I'm, I thought I'm, he was back for a I'm, second. I'm, I'm I'm still here. Can you guys not you hear me? us. You have reached the life model decoy of Tony Stark. Please leave a message.
3: But but you're here. But it's like you have one leg and one part of your body on the grid, and the other <laughs> part is like in reality.
2: This <laughs> is kind of what it reminds me of. Oh, so like the Simpsons 3D episode. <laughs> oh man. So, well, Jeff, it's your final pick of the week.
3: Okay, pick number 3. So, this actually this uh this character actually had a movie hit Netflix today that I had not seen before, Blade 2 hit Netflix today. And so, third pick for this week is Blade Blood and Chaos. Uh, It's by Mark Andreco, Bart Sears, Brian Hagen. Blade is back, and he's slashing his way through all sorts of bloodsuckers the day Walker finds himself in the middle of an undead gang war uh, when a vampire mafia dons, daughter seeks vengeance for the sins of her father, and Blade is her weapon of choice. Meanwhile, in New Orleans, which is close to me, Uh, Mobius, the living vampire, is drawn into a dark and deadly plot. But how how does the covert branch of S.H.I.E.L.D. called Silver Eye plan to deal with the vampires and other creatures of the night? And where does our favorite vampire hunter fit in? As a deadly fiend awakens, Blade, Silver Eye, and perhaps the world will be made to fear the Reaper. It's blood and chaos as only the Daywalker can bring it. So...
2: Blade, Blood, and Chaos. Uh,
1: And Blue Oyster Cult, apparently. I was going to say,
2: what's not known as Blade's secret weapon is more cowbell. More cowbell. I love more cowbell. So, Eric, your final pick of the week.
1: My final pick of the week is the Quasar Trade Paperback, Cosmos and Collision. Now, I picked this mainly because I remember the what, the issues that it's collecting from, because I used to collect this title. Uh, Quasar takes on Maelstrom in the fight of his life. As protector of the universe, Wendell Vaughn takes his job seriously, but he's only human. And his cosmic mentor, Eon, has long warned of a looming threat that will destroy all that is. Can Quasar possibly prepare himself for the mind-bending battle to come? Meanwhile, Captain Atlas and Dr. Minerva want Quasar's quantum bands. You remember those two names, Atlas and Minerva?
2: Yep. They're showing
1: up in, in the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, they are not the only ones. And when the members of the extra-dimensional Squadron Supreme find themselves stranded on Earth, Quasar must aid them in a galactic conflict between the Stranger and the Overmind. Plus, Wendell's new employee is hiding a dangerous secret. When Maelstrom strikes, Quasar is thrown into a perilous journey beyond life and death, from infinity to oblivion and more. Can he emerge a new man and stop a cosmos in collision? Collecting Quasar, numbers
2: ten through twenty-five. Okay, Kylan, your final pick.
0: My final pick of the week is Domino number seven, which is kind of funny because she's lucky, and so you know, number lucky seven. And anyway, I thought it was fun. Just so, wait till we uh, get to issue number thirteen. Oh, not funny. Uh, but I get uh. But so we. Uh, this is book is brought to us by Gail Simone, David Baldion, and named Gang Hyuk Lim. After the explosive events of Killer Instinct and Domino Annual Number 1, Nina Thurman has a new mission. Don't miss the surprise hit series critics are calling Everything a Comic Should Be. It's from Ross Hutchinson from, uh, from Comic Watch. A much-have purchase. Roland Bishop with ComicBook.com. And if you haven't been reading this series, you should correct that mistake immediately. And that is Matt Morrison uh, from Kaboom! Brunel and Advisory.
2: Okay. Well, my final pick of the week um comes from Christos Cage, Jorge Molina, and Dan Slot, or George Molina. Uh Spider Geddon number one, and it's one of five. Revenge of the Spider Verse. Back in twenty fourteen, Spider Spider-Verse brought every Spider Man ever together. This event spinning out of amazing Spider Man eight hundred as Christos Cage and Dan Slot teaming up to destroy them all. The inheritors have somehow got somehow gotten out of their radioactive prison planet and made their way to the marvel universe it's going to take a whole spider army to keep them from taking it all Starring Spider-Man, Doctor Octopus, Spider-Gwen, Miles Morales, Spider-Woman, the Spider-Man from the anticipated video game, and well, every Spider-Man, Spider-Woman ever, including some brand new ones. With George Molina on art, the end of all spiders never looked so good. So, so that's um, a lot
3: of Spider people on the cover of that. That's that's, that's it's that's awesome. really something.
0: <laughs> it's
2: awesome. Yeah. So, Mu um, pick. I can't remember who has it this week,
0: Island. It's Not me. <laughs> you know, y- you know what though? I think I do have the pick. Come on, let me see if I could. What can I? <laughs> Man, I, have, my phone. No, what? I have a funny feeling it's going to be a Spider-Man related book. You know what? I think it is going to be a Spider-Man related book because uh, <laughs> my phone died on me. So let's go with Amazing Fantasy number, which one is it? Is that number 15? First appearance of Spider-Man? Uh, sure. Oh, Dude, you
1: are, okay, I, I think you are a, a qualified freaking genius. Was yes. that right?
0: Yes, you were right. You were right. Amazing Fantasy number 15 from 1962. There you go. We'll go with that since, you know, we uh, since we've been uh, been talking about Spider-Man. And and actually earlier today I was reading the What If for uh, Daredevil number one, and it referenced uh, Amazing Fantasy number 15. So that will be the pick, uh, the Marvel Unlimited pick of the week. All right. Yeah. So kick it old school and uh, read that book and then uh, go and pick the uh, – for those of you who are playing the game, uh, if you want to kick it old school, now pick the original costume or the cel-shaded one if you're that far along and uh, have at it. <laughs>
2: Couldn't say it better. That is going to come close to wrapping it up for us. Any final thoughts?
0: I just wish you know, I was off tomorrow so I could play more Spider-Man.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I am glad. My final thought is I am glad that Alonzo
1: Duralde from The Rap is not writing a review on me because I just read his review for Venom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. If you replace Tom Hardy for Steve Martin in All of Me and switched out Lily Tomlin for a wad of chew up black licorice, you'd have Venom. The difference being Ooh. that All of Me is a wow. charming screwball comedy, and Venom is the kind of comic book movie that people who hate comic book movies think that all comic book movies are like. Wow! Wow! Tell us how you really feel. That you know, I I felt a lot of savage burns in my time. Mm. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Well, okay, Ben.
2: We're just going to say so, one little aloe vera for that burn.
1: I'm telling you, it, you know, it's funny that lady Gaga fans are being accused of spreading negative reviews intentionally oh. to kind of boost, uh, a, an audience for, uh, her version of a star is born. And really, I think the, the main story for this weekend in terms of, of movie reviews and movie performances is to which one of these two movies does the poorest.
0: Exactly.
2: Ooh. Oh, my question is, which one's going to knock the Fantastic Flop from 2016 and get a lower rating than 9% on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, wow.
1: Well, Venom is sitting in the high 20s right now.
2: So, barely beating out Jim and the Holograms, which was only in theaters for two weeks, and still maintains a 19% (laughs) Rotten Tomato rating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The... We all know we all know that Fantastic Flop was like a cosmic level foo of yeah yeah exactly foo bar.
1: That's I think that's what we need to start calling it the Fantastic Foo Bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
3: That works. I was I was really excited for that movie. I don't know if I want to see it now. It's like wait till it hits TNT or. USA Network or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you better you better make sure that you let, you got blue or something, so because otherwise you're gonna feel like you wasted time. <sighs> I haven't even seen yeah. it and I already know. Mm. Yeah. 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 But,
1: you-, but uh, you know the uh, the Lady Gaga fans, and yes, they even some of them even admit that they're trying to do this. It's kind of like Venom sucks, man. I want to go and watch the stars more with Lady Gaga instead. I kind of like, dude, my fifteen year old can come up with a better better tweet than that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But here's the problem: Lady Gaga fans are not writers for uh, a list. Outlets kind of like Entertainment Weekly or Variety or Los Angeles Times or Hollywood Reporter no. uh, or Chicago Tribune. It, it's it's kind of like you know it, it it's kind of like trying to uh, to cheer extra hard for for a football team that's winning fifty six to nothing in the hopes that maybe they'll score a little bit more. Mean so
2: I ma- mean, sort of like this weekend rooting for Arkansas against Alabama.
1: I was not why dude.
3: why dude, dude. <laughs> really dude. I mean. Unbelievable. okay so <laughs> you know what no 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 nope, no nope. here's uh, a reason why i want it to flop and i'll just say this if it flops bad enough to where sony just says you know what we're done we're done trying to please people we're done trying to appeal to the masses disney here you go take it go with it make it great again
1: yeah <laughs> the, the variety <laughs> review ends off with uh, this gateway into the Sony universe of Marvel characters may not sputter as badly as Tom Cruise's The Mummy, but <laughs> it could it could turn out to be a similar case of a franchise kickoff that doesn't fully attain franchise liftoff.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: and and I really think that's going to happen. Uh, oh no, they're really itching for that Mobius movie though. <laughs>
2: They they just need to give up. Just give up. Just just be done with it. Be done. Yeah. Kinda J- like Arkansas will be this weekend. <laughs> just be done. <laughs> J- just realize you need to sell it back to the MCU or to Marvel Studios. Please. Let them take control again. Because if you're already saying, oh, it needs to be uh, PG-13 so it could maybe be a part of the MCU later down the line. Well, you have a Venom that is literally in all black with eyes that maybe look like Spider-Man's. And it makes no sense why the symbiote's there to begin with and why you might have some of the abilities that you have that are related to Spider-Man.
1: Okay, Sony. Here's a newsflash for you. If Marvel Studios does reacquire the rights, they're not going to use this Venom. They're no. going to take this Venom, wad it up, and throw it in the garbage. Yeah, but it sticks to everything. That wouldn't work. That symbiote sticks to
3: everything. That's just a no. It, you can't do it that way. You got to think of something.
1: Different. Wrap it up in wax paper. I don't.
0: Oh care. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh.
2: There there are some boat anchors needed on on reflections of Earth. Wait, what did you say about reflections? <laughs> (laughs) said there are some boat anchors needed oh he's he's cutting out again yeah your audio cut completely out man it's it's the wi-fi on my side long story behind
0: it okay
2: so well that's gonna wrap it up um i guess until next time
0: all wrapped up here sir
2: will there be anything else no just time to go dark
1: What's the over-under do you think gonna be?
2: Twelve.
1: Opening weekend.
0: Stars born versus Venom. What's the over-under? Mm. I mm. say Venom by two million. Oh,
3: uh I'll give it Venom by five dollars.
0: <laughs> five dollars. <laughs>